Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi and welcome to Why Did You Make Me Watch That with me, Holly Frew. And me, Ronan Warfield. Hi, Ronan. Hey, Holly. How are you? Good, good. Hi. I'm very red-faced. I, I was going to say, you, you look very uh, energised and, you know, you're... you're, you're You've like all clear skin and it's all <laughs> like, you've, it's almost like you've been doing Bikram yoga all evening. Oh my God. That's so mad. To, so weird. Like, you're saying that cause, I, I mean, I was brag, 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 no brag. No way. <laughs> Listen, you know, it's so hard. Like when your body is a temple like mine, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. just to, you know, try and I, I don't, I'm actually like brain dead. I can't even talk now because I'm like, so <laughs> all white. the energy is gone. Yeah. You're just ready for bed. I haven't done it in two years. So since Ooh. literally, like, I think it was like the 10th of March or something, 2020. And uh, so like actually going on two years, like almost. Um, Are you going to feel that tomorrow? I did it yesterday for the first time. And yeah. so this is my second class back. And I did it like one day after another. So tomorrow. Oh, yeah, you're gonna be hurting. You're gonna be also. I feel of pain. like I'm I feel like I'm hurting already. Yeah, you know? And I'm it's like yeah. I'm just walking around walking in pain. Yeah. Um you're gonna be like an extra from the walking dead tomorrow. Be, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like actually like full zombie mode. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it, like, I mean, I'm glad I went back. It feels good, but it's just like, I'm so crap as well in comparison <laughs> to like the way I used to be. Like I used to be like able to do loads of stuff. And now I'm like, I don't know. It's just, I mean, at least I can do the full class. Like sometimes well, before true. I actually wouldn't be able to do the full class because I'd be sitting down. I think a lot of people, myself included, are suffering from the, uh, the the rigor mortis of covid just the oh my god yeah. yeah stiff like not being able to like bend or like do anything like <laughs> like leaning anything over to like yeah yeah like putting your shoes on now it's like oh god now i know that's just like an older thing as well <laughs> the dad noises Ugh. yeah that's it's made 10 times worse but like you know sitting around doing zoom quizzes for the last two years and shit like so yeah do you find that too like that when you're and like because I mean I know like um I mean in work and stuff when you're like when you're just sitting down like on your chair for you know hours and hours and hours like you can just feel like your back literally forming into the the shape of the chair and that's not natural that's not natural it's not good so it's bad no it's actually bad yeah it's terrible it is it is. It's, your it's back not, should not be a part of like a chair or it shouldn't be the shape of that chair you know yeah we should be walking around running around and stuff mm, but we're not well you know and now that we have no excuse not to we're still not you know <laughs> we're still like well, uh, in fairness there has been three storms in a row oh well that'll that'll clearly you know be my excuse not to do anything for the next six yeah, months yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, oh, totally. It's like the storm is. Uh, there's no storms anymore. It's gone past. Oh, but that storm it just took the wind out of me, literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it took the wind out of my sails. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. There we go. Um, so there yeah, that we was, are. That's that's you and your path to uh, inner and physical well-being. Well done. Fair play to you. Yeah, and smugness. It's my and path smug- to yeah. smugness mm. is the most important. Obviously, um, yeah. Instagram like, that, and obviously, you know, it relish in the seething jealousy of everyone else who's sitting on their ass. That's well, the only reason. I don't really, know how it? fucking jealous they're going to be tomorrow when I'm going to be walking around like a total sociopath. <laughs> um, but you know, uh, yeah, I'm sure I can try and lord it over people. I'm sure you uh, can. I'm sure you can. No better girl. What about what about you? How was your week? Uh yeah, I was trying to think of something interesting that I did, and I came up with a big fat nothing because I did <laughs> nothing interesting. Um, Just make it up; it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, well, I climbed. You know, Kilimanjaro. It's a great one. Mm. Um, for charity, of course. Not doing that for myself. No. Um. No, I did nothing productive this week. I uh worked, and that was pretty much it. Um, done the dad thing. Uh, yeah yeah that was great fun altogether have you done any cinema cinema outings no not since uh not since spider-man last year um spider-man spider-man yeah um which was still awesome uh and a a great cinematic outing if anyone hasn't seen it watch it because i think it's still in the cinemas i think actually is it? It probably so. is. Yeah, I think one or two of them are still showing it. Um, Tom Holland has really grown on me so much because I think from the earlier Spider-Man's, like, he was a bit like, oh, this little chirpy little guy. And now he's just like in, in a, just various interviews and stuff. He's got the comic chops. Mm. So what you're saying is you fancy him, is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Yeah. How when old is like, he, do you reckon? 21? Uh, I reckon he's got to be 21, 22, just right. Just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just, you know. Just, well, just him right. and Zendaya are a thing, Rowan. They're a thing, so you're going to have to get rid of Zendaya first. So. And actually, not that I will give it to you, but Zendaya and um, actually Judd Apatow's daughter, Maud, mm. they're both in a series called um, Euphoria. That's really massive over in America. I've heard of this. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's available but here, is it? Isn't? Uh, yeah, I don't know what it's on. I'm, if it's on Hulu, it might be available on Sky. I haven't searched for it. Yeah. But, um, and like, it kind of looks very teen angsty. Um, and, yeah. It, it's I think, a bit like, like teen it, drug use, isn't it? Sort of thing. Yeah. The premise behind it, yeah. And well, it's no, like... It, it kind of looks all sort of it's I think it's trying to look real edgy, but I'm kind of like, listen, I used to watch Madison back in the 90s. I don't know what that is. Do you not remember Madison? No. Was it Madison High or Madison? Uh, was it set in the school on Madison? It was Avenue? actually set in Canada in a can- Canadian in a Canadian Canada in a Canadian high school. Um, I'm going to just okay. double check. But it was actually like really hardcore. Like they, I think there was someone, um, I don't know, I can't remember. Was it, 
now I'm just looking and there's I've just googled it and there's just like pictures of of actual high schools like in Madison County or something so that's not that's not what I want that's not what you want at all come on Google no. get your shit together know what we're but trying like, to specifically there were, find um, I believe there were drugs in you know uh, other teen dramas like my so-called life and Jared Leto definitely had some rough days um, as did <laughs> and he was in that program <laughs> As did, as did Freaks and Geeks, you know, that was that was tough going for I some remember, of them yeah, too. I, I remember Freaks and Geeks trying to deal with like weed or something. 13 pregnancy and weed, yeah, like yeah. that is hardcore, you know? Hardcore for that time, I guess. But um, now it's like, you know, you see that in Hollyoaks, it's no big thing at all. Like, I know, you know yeah, yeah, it's yeah. literally on like a daytime, like... One of those lame things, I don't know, like doctors on a BBC in the afternoon. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Or that uh, New Zealand one. That's New really Zealand? good. What's that one? It's on, um, oh God, I can't think of the name, but it's another sort of medical hospital drama, hmm. but it's set in a New Zealand hospital. And so they all have these amazing uh, Kiwi accents. Um, so I'm sensing you have a lot of daytime free downtime kind of thing do you? Uh, no uh, when you're working from home I think it's important to peruse the availability of the content that we show on Irish programming mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and sure maybe in between Dr. Phil and the Today Show, which I actually had to watch for work. For work, yes. You know, there, there would be, um, there would be other things that would catch my eye. Mm, and, interesting. Uh, yeah, so I would take note. Um, <laughs> Doctor Phil was interesting, though. The last two episodes I've watched of Doctor Phil. Now I've recorded. I've I record like a load of them, but like the ones that I watched recently have been about um women going missing and like it's clearly their husbands because it's like the husband isn't getting involved in like any of the missing like searches the husbands are like i don't know she just left one one night and and like it's after i better like, up <laughs> yeah and uh the like missing woman's like the missing women's families are all like looking for them and um you know at the police every day and you know really proactive and like the husbands are just there like oh i just don't know where she is and it's just <laughs> what like what can i do like it's so blatantly <laughs> obvious but i guess like it is desperately like it's a desperate like they're desperate stories like um with kids and everything but ah dr phil yeah so dr phil just like oh no i'm i'm here to shed light on the uh stories but it's like was there a thing about him years back that he like found out to be not an actual doctor? Yeah, because I think he was a counselor, uh, right. and he was a war like he was a kind of a a court uh, something, and it basically meant that he would I think counsel people like or I don't know like was he able to give his um opinion about someone's mental health okay. i think 
uh, on the stand, but I don't know if that's 100% sure. Basically, I just advise everyone to Google Dr. Phil. Mm. Um, Not a doctor. I, I, th- I have a feeling, though, that he could be a doctor now. Like, he could have actually gotten... He probably got, doctor. like, one of those, you know, those doctors that they give celebrities, you know, from, like, Yale or Harvard or some shit, and they come and make a speech and all with the stupid hat on. Honorary doctorate. Honorary doctorate, like... Yeah. For all we know, his first name could be Doctor. We don't know. <laughs> but, like, mm. so, I'm just saying. I don't think we Well, like, he is, he is a counsellor. Okay. And, and he was, like, he was a counsellor on, like, Oprah show, like, back a million years ago. I remember that's and, how he started, um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah and uh so like i think uh he he's you know probably got enough experience just in general to like put people kind of on the right path but always like at the end of his programs it's always kind of like yeah we'll put we'll we'll like get you set up with a proper team of doctors and experts you know <laughs> like cut all right get him out of here <laughs> yeah i'm using you for the entertainment i'm not trying to help you yeah get out um yeah security <laughs> yeah oh yes very good and then we've uncovered dr phil we've gone for our films yeah yeah exactly <laughs> all right. exactly okay i went first last time so you all righty okay i'll go first this time i'm gonna open my notes so um the films you gave me were uh the power of the dog and yes uh, on Netflix and the Lost Daughter, my Lost Daughter was it? Yeah. Yeah. Or right. the 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 Lost Daughter. The Lost Daughter, uh, also on Netflix. Uh, I went for the Power of the Dog. So I knew I you were. Yeah, yeah. No, because Lisa had actually watched the other one. Oh, okay. And she told me all about it, and it sounded like an absolute drag. I was like, no, thank you very much. Um, but she said it was very good, so. For anyone interested, second-hand opinion, the, the other film, The Lost Daughter, is quite good. Um, but uh, my dad watched my dad watched it, yeah. and just for a dad review, uh, he was like, "That was that was such a weirdo film." So, uh, you know, classic, make classic that what you will. Into, yeah, classic dad. Um, yeah. So we have The Power of the Dog, which is based on the book of the same name, 1967 book uh, of the same name, uh, written by... Dum, da, da, dum. Where's his name gone? Oh, there it is. Thomas Savage. So a uh, this, name. It is, isn't it? It's a great name. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a name you want to make something out of yourself with. Uh, so this comes to us, uh, written for the screen and directed by Jane Campion, who... Uh, Many moons ago was uh, awarded with an Oscar for the piano, um, and she's done some stuff since then, but nothing as lofty as the piano, essentially. So uh, it's kind of like a psychological drama set in the old west. Now I say the old west; it's actually nineteen twenty-five Montana, so it's literally the dying days of the old west. And there's a couple of cars peppered around, so it, it gives you an idea that this is the the, the death of the cowboy and. And the, the birth of the new age sort of thing. Um, uh, so it starts uh, with two brothers who are uh, uh, wealthy ranch owners who live in Montana. Uh, Phil and George played by uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and Jesse Plemons. So uh, Jesse, Jesse. Yeah, Jesse Plemons is very good. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch also very good. He seems to have sort of made a little marker for himself playing these tortured historical characters like. 
because um, <laughs> it seems to be all he does now, other than you know Marvel pictures. Um, so uh, he's uh, another tortured soul, we'll say. Um, but he's a mo- lot more of a prick in this one than he would be in other films that he's been in. Um, so him and his brother run this uh, ranch. Uh, they're quite wealthy. Um, as a result of running this ranch, they're basically just. Uh, operating in the in the cow trade, cow hide and meat and all sorts of stuff. Um, they come across after one um, uh, a cattle drive. They come across uh, Rose, who's played by Kirsten Dunst, who runs sort of a bed and breakfast um for people passing through. Um, and Jesse Plemons falls for her, um very quickly uh, against his brother's wishes. Who's really not a nice person at the uh, in the outset? He's sort of verbally, you know, bullying his brother and verbally bullies pretty much anyone he comes across who he doesn't like. And real nice guy. Real nice guy. Yeah, and in this instance, he comes across uh, Kirsten Dunst's son, who is played by Cody Smith McPhee. Now, it's very, uh, very gangly, tall, effeminate kind of gentle person. Um, is is the son? Um. And of course, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's character immediately sets upon essentially bullying him um, as 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 he's now a fixture in his life because uh, as we as we say, Jesse Plemons and Kirsten Dunst are getting close and getting married very quickly. So they move to the ranch. Uh, she sells up her B and B, moves to the ranch with the son. Um, and the son then goes off to college, and while he's gone, um, Benedict Cumberbatch sort of makes it as his determination to sort of mentally torture Kirsten Dunst uh, because he thinks she's kind of a, a gold digger type character. Um, so yeah, a few bits and pieces go wrong. Uh, Kirsten Dunst isn't happy. She hits the bottle pretty hard. Uh, mm. uh, initially being sort of against drink and then very quickly becoming an alcoholic uh, on the sly. Um, now Jesse Plemons' character... Which can happen to anyone. Which can happen to anyone, you know? Happens to the best of us. Is this your way of telling me you're an alcoholic? Uh, are we having no. a breakthrough moment no but i do find that i actually have been drinking more wine mm-hmm. than normal uh-huh. I, think but, that's the, uh, I think that's uh the covid effect on everyone yeah. you know yeah, so, oh, well might as well you know not going to the pub might as well um so anyway uh so kirsten does his a drink uh benedict Cumberbatch. he becomes uh the more we get to know him he becomes an increasingly odd character he has this uh, sort of very revering uh, fixation on his mentor, who's now dead. Uh, what's the guy's name? They call him Bronco Henry. So just like a little mini shrine to just Bronco Henry in the barn. And he sort of tells stories about Bronco Henry all the time and stuff. Um, and it's it's almost like an obsession he has with this guy who's not, not in their lives anymore. Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, so the more you get to know Ben to come about, you see how uh, he's not really... He's not really there, all there. I don't think mentally. Um, he's 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 definitely a, a torn character. Um, and essentially, you find out that he's torn because he's a closet homosexual. Um, who we find out had a very odd and possibly homosexual relationship with this mentor Bronco Henry. Um, so yeah. Um, when the son comes back from college, uh. Initially, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch decides to get uh, closer to the sun um, as a way of getting at the 
uh, Kirsten Dunst, it seems, uh, just because she knows he knows it'll piss her off, which it does, of course. Um, so he gets sort of gets to know the son and uh, gets to know him better. And yeah, that's pretty much that's it. I, that's all I can talk about without getting into the ending, I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's kind of the, that's the, yeah, that's like the whole the story. Of it. It, it kind of, yeah, yeah, it kind of it all comes to a crescendo more or less after that um, with her alcoholism kicking up a notch and and um, him trying to get close to the son just to piss her off. And uh, hey, you all right? just Lisa coming in. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty much where I left it. This is really good, actually. I, I didn't. You liked I, it? I did like it. I didn't think I was going to, um, but I really got into it. And it's a real slow burner. So you know, there's no like action. There's no, you know, there's no big gun slinging shootouts or any of that stuff that you'd expect from a western. It's very much a psychological slow burner. Um, I think that's just, the campion style, isn't it? That's it's definitely like... the campion style. So yeah, think of the think of the piano in terms of its pacing and um and everything else. Now, the cinematography is on another level in this. And of course, when you're dealing with a landscape like Montana, it's it's bound to be. But it's it's really spectacular stuff, like um, really well shot. The music is very good as well. The music is this very odd, mm-hmm. out of tune, creepy music that sort of hits at moments when it's supposed to sort of thing. Like it's all done by like one or two violins and a crappy piano sort of thing, like much like Old West kind of music, timey music. Mm. Um. So yeah, I I appreciated that. Um. Well, yeah. No, it was really good. Uh. I'm I'm glad you made me watch this because I would never have gone near it otherwise. Yeah. Oh and really? I, no, not at all. Not a million years. Not my wheelhouse at all. Like, but um. Yeah. Good. I was thinking because of like the cowboy vibe. I thought you might be interested. Mm. But I don't mm. think you've watched a westerny type of. I don't think we've actually discussed a westerny type of movie mm, i think the last western i thoroughly enjoyed was was unforgiven actually the clint eastwood one which was a long oh, time ago yeah. yeah 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 which of course is one of the best but um yeah no, i'm just looking Jesse, at it here it's, it's up for 12 oscars wow oh my god yeah go you oh they're gonna they're probably gonna clean up um jesse plemons and uh thingy are married in real life uh, Kirsten Dunst? Yeah. Are they really? I did not know They that. have a baby and everything. No way. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's... Clearly, that's... we can put the two of them together. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, no way. No way. Oh, oh that's interesting. Yeah. That's another layer of trivia. I must catch up on my, you know, my Us Weeklies. You need to get those celebrity <laughs> gossip magazines I, really I send yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Imagine. Just uh, I I just stopped after the National Enquirer, you know. <laughs> I know. Oh God, that's still going. When is I it? was in the is yeah, it? when I was when I was in uh, the airport going over to the UK there a few weeks ago, I I you know was just looking at a few different bits. I was going to get a magazine, and um, I saw the National Enquirer. It's still going strong. I believe it's still going. I my my mom used to buy that. It was, there was a point uh, during I the used 90s. To buy it. Yeah, there was a point during the 90s where it became available in Ireland. And your yeah. mom bought it. And invariably, there was like dozens of them sitting around the house at any one time. You'd end up reading them just for something to do. Like, yeah. And I it was pure to... direct, of course. But like, I used to wa- I used to buy it because it was like, it was before the age of uh, like E, the mm. channel E on Sky. Exactly. Yeah. Or, um, you know, we'd hear kind of American news 
like about two months after it happened or, you know, unless it was some mad, like someone's died or someone's gotten a big divorce, it, like any sort of general celeb gossip wouldn't be, uh, you know, available otherwise. Mm. Maybe at, maybe some like websites if you went on. But uh, yeah, so I just used to love that magazine. Or that little paper. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh... But uh, but then it just like it got crazy though as well. I mean there was head there was always headlines of like I don't know like Michael Jackson's actually an alien and it would have like a picture of his face and an alien's face and kind of being like oh look uh, someone saw him you know undress and he was actually the shape of an alien and you know it was just so f- stupid like it was unreal you, and you, that would be a headline yeah do you remember the uh the gag in the simpsons when the 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 sexual harassment thing against homer um oh uh with michelle pfeiffer like and the gummy no no yeah michelle pfeiffer was a different one but like, like the girl who thinks she she sexually harassed him because he was grabbing a sweet off her ass. Do you remember that one? Yeah. 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 And showed a bit where he's like, uh, he falls out of the shower and he lands in the shower curtain and they take a uh, photograph oh, yes, of him. Yes. Simpson scandal update. He sleeps in uh, uh, oxygen yes. tent, which he believes gives him sexual powers and all. And that was a direct piss take of the National Enquirer doing a thing about Michael Jackson, like sleeping in an oxygen thing. In an really? Oxygen tent. Yeah. Yeah. I never real. I never knew that. There you go. that's gas oh my god yeah i remember that poor like homer's uh the the, like the actual news articles for homer was they were always like the best as well and it would always be the worst um the worst photograph of him possible for for a head (laughs) for a file a photo on file or when he like takes the russian sub or he takes the american (laughs) sub rogue and they find a photograph of him like in Russian gear, like drinking vodka. <laughs> and Lisa's like, like I, t- I, I, I told him that photograph would come back to haunt him. <laughs> yeah, I know. All the Simpsons. Yes. You just is have it, a. Is there any reference that they don't cover? No, no, there's not. No, there isn't. Exactly. That's the idea. Very good. No, very good. I'm glad that you liked it. Mm, so, oh, this is episode 40, by the way. I know. Like, happy 40th. Out. Yeah. Happy 40th. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't get you anything. So, you know. I didn't get you anything either. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe for 100. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do something 60 for 60 more to go. Yeah. I'll download a soundboard for the thing so we can do some sound <laughs> effects on the 100th episode. That's <laughs> <good. laughs> Um. Okay, so my uh, things were to watch The Wrath of Man mm-hmm. or Jack Reacher. Mm-hmm. What'd you go for? So What'd you go for? I watched Jack Reacher because, yeah. of course, it's Tom Cruise. So. Oh, wait, you went for the Tom Cruise one? Yeah. Oh, Tom okay. Cruise is in it. Yeah, no, there's a, there's a new TV series called Reacher. I, that's what I actually mentioned to watch. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Oh. Okay, though we can talk with Tom Cruise sure. because I've seen that too. Um, well, I've never seen Jack Reacher, so that's no, okay. uh, in my no. head. I and you know what? I said, I wrote down Reacher, and in my head, I was just like, "He means Jack Reacher." Same but character. I didn't even, yeah, I didn't even search. Uh, but uh, Tom Cruise isn't in this. Is he in the series as well? No, no. he's not. No, no. Yeah. 
Uh, well, <laughs> by all means, let's talk about the film. So, yeah. I uh, well, I'll tell you all about the film. Yeah, let's hear it. Go on. <laughs> Film's good too. Yeah, the film is intense, and so it's based on uh, one shot by Lee Child, and mm. that's the book that basically introduces Jack Reacher. Mm. Um, and I always find when there's a like a film is coming from a book that there is a lot of story like you know it it kind of unless they chop out chunks of the book I just feel like it's really um there's just a lot of plot going on you know mm, yeah. so I'm gonna try my best to try and you know simplify it mm, I, I will um, guide you okay <laughs> <laughs> um so basically it was made in 2012 and written and directed by Christopher McQuarrie, as I mentioned, based on the book by Lee Child. Mm-hmm. Um, so the film stars Tom Cruise, uh, Rosamund Pike and uh, David Oyelowo, Richard Jenkins and Jai Courtney. Oh yeah, Werner Ver- Ver- Her- Herzog's in it as well. Know, and Robert Duvall. Ro- randomly like, Werner Herzog, like, yeah. Yeah, like I saw him. I saw him in the credits. I was like, "Who the fuck is he going to be?" And then Robert Duvall as well. Actually, I didn't notice his name on the credits. So when he actually popped up in the movie, I was like, "Oh, um, yeah." So really, really great uh, uh, lineup. So um, it basically opens at um, this sniper from a van, from a white van, and he shoots i think it was five uh women like men just any like random attacks yeah like a mass shoot yeah yeah and he literally has his like sight on and he's picking out these people at random and he fires which actually reminds me of a podcast i listened to on audible and i was trying to find the name of it but it was basically do you remember there was um a random uh sniper in the US and it ended up being a guy and his son or not his son it was just a guy and a younger guy yeah yeah the DC and sniper. He, yeah. yeah the DC sniper and he they literally went around and just randomly pipped out people from like long range so uh, like straight away it was just like okay this is like this crazy sort of situation So, yeah, and basically, so this event has happened and everyone is losing their minds. Um, And there's a few basic flaws at the crime scene, like there's a shell and there's uh, a coin with a fingerprint on it. Um, So it's it's a fairly easy, like straightforward. uh, It points to very, very quickly to one person, doesn't it? Like. Yeah, because they literally like run the print and they get like this guy, James Barr, and uh, he's a ex-army guy and they literally raid his house and they arrest him and it's all very seamless and kind of they've got their guy and uh, they bring him to prison um, and then, or sorry, I think on his way to prison, he gets beaten up and so he's put in a coma basically because obviously this is like a devastating crime so like 
the cons in there are just like, you know, want to kill this guy. Um, so yeah, that's all very quickly in the movie. It's all just, you know, okay, so Byer's in a coma in the hospital. Uh, but before he's actually at that stage in the coma, when he's getting uh, sort of interrogated by the police, he writes down, uh, find Jack Reacher. And um, so the police are like trying to find out who this Jack Reacher guy is. He's like an anomaly. There's no sight or sound of him for like uh, web, like email. There's no social media. There's no nothing. Um, he hasn't committed any crimes, but they know that he was, he did serve time in the military and he was a mil- military police, but they've no like contact details or anything for him. But, um, oh yeah, I meant to say the two, so the district attorney is, um, is Richard Jenkins and then uh, David Oyelowo is the head detective. And uh, so they're just in with Barr, like looking at him and seeing that he's in a coma. And then all of a sudden Jack Reacher approaches them and says, you know, hi, I'm Jack Reacher. Mm. And Rosamond Pike is Barr's attorney, uh, even though she hasn't actually even met the guy because he's been in a coma. Mm. But um, And she's also Richard Jenkins's daughter, isn't she? Yes, she's yeah, yeah. yeah, she's Richard Jenkins's daughter. Um, so yeah, and that's basically where they kind of uh all that's all the main players kind of where they're at. Uh, Reacher then teams up with Rosamund Pike, uh, her character, um, because she's the she's defending this guy who at the time is like snipered like a load of innocent people. So it's like not a very attractive position to be in. No. Um, but Reacher or she kind of asked Reacher to kind of like help her. So she's, you know, as a kind of, um, as an, like a sort of her in special investigator. And because Reacher was a military police. And so he was involved with Barr before through a crime that Barr committed in Afghanistan mm. um, where he killed in like he killed he shot down uh, some innocent civilians or something wasn't it yeah well yeah. they actually turned out not to be innocent they actually turned out to be like these guys who were like raping uh, on a raping spree right. but like for all intents and purposes though he did kill like people without who weren't, who weren't permission. army people yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but anyway, uh, yeah, so that's why, like, Barr wanted Reacher on the case. Um, so that's his link with Reacher. Uh, then it just goes into a bit of a, the, what you call it, Rosamund Pike's character then is, like, trying to find any which way to, like, get this guy uh at least get the trial thrown out of court. That's the mm. way she's kind of thinking to like make this work. And then, but Reacher is also kind of joining the dots. He's kind of noticing like when they look at the actual victims, he sees that there's an actual like possibility of a connection. Um, 
there is a kind of a what you call it a building contractor company and uh, there's a woman who was killed and they they think that there's this kind of link to the company because she didn't want to sell to them and essentially he thinks that she may have been murdered and then the others were murdered to make it look like this random attack Mm. Uh, because obviously if you just kill one person you know it's a clear target whereas if you kill like three or four people around it just looks like a psychopath yeah um so four innocent people and one intended target sort of thing yeah yeah exactly so reacher's kind of he floats this idea to the defense attorney rosmond uh pike's character and she's like oh my god like that is mad but like could be a possibility um and all the time as well in the background we see this guy jai uh What's his name? Jai Courtney. Yeah. Uh, so, and we see that he's the actual, he was the guy who, who was the sniper. Mm. Um, like we, like at the start, he's, he looks very similar to the guy who was actually in the coma. Yeah. And so at the start, I was a bit like, he is that like, he do- doesn't look the same, but you know, whatever. And, uh, then like he he didn't like he looks a little bit different but maybe I was thinking like he had shades on so it was hard to kind of recognize him but uh yeah so we see this guy Jai Jay and he's like the same as the sniper so we know that Reacher's theory is confirmed because he clearly did the shooting and this is a big setup for the guy in the coma bar yeah. uh, to take the fall for this and um so we kind of find out like jay's uh background is in like military as well and he's also the hired henchman of this guy werner Hart- Hartzog's um kind of group of gangland guys who uh just kill people at his behest mm-hmm and uh yeah it kind of is a bit of a cat and mouse then of like reachers trying to like kill off the the bad guys and um trying to kind of reestablish like the guy in the coma's name um to kind of say like he didn't do it you know and but then there's also like conspiracy within the force as well so there's like someone like someone has to uh someone has to be aware of what like where Reacher is and stuff and then Reacher's being followed and whatever. So like there is a it's kind of Rosamund Pike's character is doesn't know if it's her father or if it's um David Oyelowo's uh detective character uh who's actually you know a double agent kind of thing yeah. so there's that as well to contend with so it's a very busy situation very busy yeah a lot of sexual tension between reacher and uh tom or uh tom cruise and <laughs> uh rosamund pike there's a lot of sexual tension between tom cruise and jack reacher yeah 
Like, yeah. I feel they were really one. Uh, they were really one person. Um, Robert Duval then comes in later and he's like this kind of high, like this ex-army guy who uh, Reacher a, kind he, of. He runs a gun range or something, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, and it was like a gun range that the guy bar used to frequent. Mm. And uh, so, yeah, like. Uh, he's a great help then to reach her too but um yeah this is like a mile a minute stuff lots of really good car chases not like overly actiony if you know what yeah, I mean. not like michael bay explosion type stuff but actual proper yeah like there's a storyline yeah there's a storyline there's like you know developed characters and this all stems from like it being a book i'd say if it was just like just, yeah, there's uh, about three or four different plots going on at the same time, really, isn't it? Yeah. Much like yeah. a book, yeah, yeah, so. So, if it was like a Michael Bay movie, it would just be like literally one plot. Mm. And a, B, C, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Maybe a secondary plot, but like, it would be very much like A to B to C to D. Mm. Mm. Um. So, yeah, like, I actually really did enjoy this, <laughs> even though it wasn't it wasn't what you asked me to watch. Um, <laughs> it kind of was. It kind of was. I mean, in like, it's in the same family. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, uh, but yeah, I watched that on Sky. It's I think it there's a new there's like, OK, so there's another Jack Reacher film. So like, so they, spoiler so made, alert. So they made two Reacher films. survives. Yeah, yeah. No, they made two films for Tom Cruise. Um, the the first one you watched, and the second one, um, which is called uh, Never Back Down, and that was yeah, more or less in the same vein. Um, there's a problem. Like apparently, fans of the book had a huge problem with casting of Tom Cruise because in the book, Reacher is supposed to be six foot five, two hundred eighty pounds, this absolute sasquatch of a man. Like, um, and that's like he's supposed to be very physically imposing, which Tom Cruise is not. You know, uh, I beg so. your pardon. I think <laughs> Tom Cruise is about five foot two. <laughs> uh, Tom Cruise is a fine five foot ten, uh-huh. <laughs> and you know, granted, he's not seven foot tall and four foot wide, like no, no. Know. But anyway, uh, so hence the 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 reason for the recasting with the TV series on Amazon, and um, because the guy who's playing him on that one is six foot five and four foot wide as you say um so uh much more accurate in terms of the book um but uh yeah that was the controversy surrounding the casting of it but i thought he'd done a really good job yeah and mm-hmm. you know there's lots of those kind of like you know there's camera angles where you know you don't see like him up against like mm. on a wall you know going how tall is everyone else around him yeah, yeah. you know it's uh and there's another yeah. thing I found that uh, when I watched the TV series, um, the guy who because he's so physically imposing, you just expect him to tear through everyone in a fight, which inevitably he does, of course. But um, in the Tom Cruise one, you're kind of thinking he could very easily get his ass kicked, and but because he doesn't, because he's such a good, you know, fighter, physical fighter, like uh, from being in the army, and that kind of worked better in a way, um, for the fight scenes, definitely for the film. But yeah. Yeah, he did. He did look like he like he really knew what he was doing. Mm. Um, So I'd say there's some amount of training and everything that goes into that. And of course, it's Tom Cruise. So, you know, it's him doing it. It's not some stunt double. Like, yeah, yeah. he did all of his uh, car chases, which there are many. Mm-hmm. 
um, and fairly like scary. Like when I saw that, I was just like, really? He must not have any insurance. Like an insurance guy would be like, they're not going near. You can yeah, yeah. Go f yourself. We're not. <laughs> we're not insuring you. Especially, Bye. especially in the Mission Impossible films, you're like. You want to hang out beside of a plane for real? Okay, yeah, okay. No, thanks for not insuring you. Goodbye. Yeah, and so. it was like the in Dubai, like the tallest building in the world. It was like the yeah. Burj Al Khalifa or whatever. I Hanging out the side of that, yeah. No, thank you, yeah. I was just like, oh my God. There's one big yeah. mad stunt pair one of those films. Like, I think there was the yeah. Burj for that one. And then he done the plane, si- hanging on the side of the plane thing. Yes. Um. What's the and he's the, it, he's in London, uh, I saw something at the moment because I think he filmed the latest one in London mm. and I think he's he's literally just jumped off some building. Uh, someone in an office like just recorded like what was happening <laughs> and you could just see like Tom Cruise was linked up to a crane and he just literally runs off the front of the building mm. just into the middle of like uh, it looked like Ox- Oxford Circus. I just love that some random office worker has the new Mission Impossible film on their phone now. <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah. Well, like a scene or whatever, but That's yes. A, the pivotal scene, like uh, the big Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's basically. Yeah. I know. Ugh. So there you go. That's Jack Reacher. That's Tom Cruise. Yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, no, it's good. Um, Do you have, I actually, do you know what? I forgot to get my films for you together. Mm. And there is something that I want to show you, but I forgot. Um, okay. Do you want me to give you yours? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, so I'm giving you two grown-up sci-fi films. As in oh, God. Or rated, as they call them in the States. Um, your first one is Underwater, which is on Disney+. Plus. Okay. Yeah, and your second one is the Suicide Squad, which is on Sky Movies. That's the new one is, from last year, so not the Will that, Smith one. Uh, I don't know what the Will Smith one is. That was the one from years ago. Well, two thousand sixteen, I think it was. Okay, is yeah. the Suicide Squad the one with like Harley Quinn and? Yeah, she's in it. It's the one uh, Idris Elba is in, is in it, and load of other heads. Jared Leto as the no, Joker. no, he's not. In it. That's the other one. That's the first one. That's the 2016 one. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. Sorry, this one was 2021. Yeah, last year. So. Oh yeah, perfect, cool. Underwater sounds like um, it sounds claustrophobic already. Yep, very much so. Yeah. 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 Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I know you. Despise stuff like that, so yeah, have fun. I know. I'm just going to be like, <gasps> can't breathe. I have to get out of this I room. Know. <laughs> when you're actually like, okay, I'm trying. I literally had it there, and I'm going to look for it. It's a con man. It's a three parter, so it's not actually like a big long series or anything. Okay. Um. And why am I not seeing it now? Not the Tinder spender, is it? No. No, I've already suffered through that. Um. Uh. 
Well, it was great. I actually enjoyed the Tinder swindler. I thought it was shocking. Uh, shocking, like, you know, in terms of how fucking brazen your man is. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, infuriating at the same time that he got away with it. I know. And continues and to get away he's, Do you know what he's on now? Uh, you know. Some, what? Reality show in know, Israel, what is it? You know, um, the uh, a thing called Cameo. Oh, we wish people happy birthday for money. He's doing that. Yeah. He? So like celebrities kind yeah, of yeah, go on yeah. it and they, you know, will go, oh, happy birthday, Ronan. Oh. Uh, hope you had like a good, you know, whatever. Uh, totally. Yeah. That's criminal. Ugh, what a creep. I know. I know. Yeah. And also, fuck you, Cameo. Like, yeah, what are you doing taking that guy? guy? Yeah. Why are they giving yeah, these people like, platforms? He's a criminal. Mm. Like, surely to God, like that there's something there that they shouldn't be doing that. But mm. uh, maybe he's really popular. I don't know. You'll okay, always get some ha- morbid people who do it. But, you know, as you say, it should be on Cameo to get, get him off it. Like, they shouldn't be putting them on it in the first place. Yeah. Giving them a platform to, like, screw people over. Mm. I could just, I could literally imagine as well that if you, like, said, okay, I'm going to pay you, like, 200 euro to say happy birthday to Ronan. <laughs> and he does <doesn't>. Yeah. <laughs> you just you like, know what I mean? no, I have your money, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, and he's, and you're the fool. Because, yeah. like, you watch something that you've seen him scam hundreds of thousands of euro out of people. Millions. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Uh, so, The Puppet Master on Netflix, it's like a three-parter. So okay. it's not like mad uh, long series. And then the other one is another series too. But like you can just watch one episode like and just um, inventing Anna. Right. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's got the girl from Ozark in it about yeah. this like Russian yeah. German socialite. Cool. No, I saw an interview about it. Yeah, it looked good. So I'm <laughs> mid I'm midway through. I've watched Puppet Master and I'm like midway through inventing Anna, but it would be interesting to see what you think of it too. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Good show. Cool. Good. Um, um, yeah, that's everything then. That's a lot. I think we covered all our bases on that one. Yes. You uh, you getting up to anything mad at the weekend? Uh, I'll be going to Galway. Oh, very nice. What's in Galway? Uh, my uh, nephews and niece. Lovely. And we're going to hang out. I'm going to look after them. And we're gonna have a nice time, and hopefully, uh, there's not gonna be another bloody like storm. Al- yeah, yeah. I was just like volcano. It's like no. that's not the word I'm thinking of. <laughs> well, it's Galway. You never know. You just never know. What about you? Uh, I'm going to see the Ireland Italy match on Sunday. Oh, yeah. so go me. Um, yeah, a friend of mine got tickets for my birthday. So yeah. Oh, that sounds cool. Uh, yeah. Well, I hope that you won't like freeze your bum off. Um, I hope so AKA, too. Yeah, maybe just bring a bring a nice little hip flask with you. Definitely something, something to you know. you know warm the cockles, as they say. Yeah, mm. yeah, defo. Cool, right? Surely. Well, sure. Look, uh, we'll leave it there. Mm-hmm. And of course, if you need to contact us, you can always email us at whydidyoupodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at whydidyoupodcast. And you can leave your comments or you can suggest stuff if you want us to cover and watch. Let us know. Okay, that's everything. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.